0: Children of the flock, brothers and sisters, friends beyond the binary, and those not tethered to a gender one way or another, welcome back once again to Pastor Petey's Place for parishioners, both pompous and proletariat alike. Before we get into today's message, we have a few announcements, but first, as you know, Pastor Petey likes to highlight local businesses in Chickalookee, so let's hear from today's sponsors, the fine folks down at Billy Buckles Bait Shop. Down at Billy Buckles Bait Shop, we know that sitting on the dock and casting a line is often the only relief you get from a world filled with pain and regret. You wanted more out of life, but God had other plans. After accidentally slipping one past the goalie after a hot streak on the roulette wheel in Tunica, your wife popped out an eight-pound headache nine months later, Father God. And you thought one kid wasn't a big deal, but less than a year after that, your wife popped out another. When you married her father God, you didn't think it would matter that she's not a Protestant, but you didn't take into consideration the Catholic stance on birth control. Now, here you are, 24 years old with four mouths to feed and back pain that ain't getting no better as long as you're down at the factory. And now it's beginning to sink in that you'll never be anywhere else both kids showed promise in their early years but high school in the deep south was a breeding ground for habits that would alter the course of their lives sure little Johnny has cleaned up his act now but not before blowing up your basement trying to cook enough crystal meth to pay off a bookie he was in deep to. father God everyone survived but the cost of renovation took what little savings you had and took retirement off the table entirely and as if you thought things couldn't get any worse. Father God, your daughter dropped out of high school and married a DJ. Who, Father God. But when you fish with Billy Buckles' bait, you're guaranteed to give them fish a run for their money. Woo! From now until the end of Toyotathon, we're running a sale. Buy any five rubber worm lures and get a half a bucket of crickets absolutely free. Billy Buckles' bait shop. Isn't it time you... Felt happy, and now back to the sermon. Friends and neighbors, children of the flock, Father God, today's message may have been uttered once before by Pastor Petey. I'm not one to know, but it does bear repeating, Father God. The fire and brimstone preachers down at the Baptist church often repeat themselves because sometimes a message needs to be pounded into the congregation's head, Father God, lest them be guilty of the sin themselves. Woo! Can I get an amen? Amen, Pastor! Today's message comes from the book of Common Decency, chapter 3, verse 16, Father God, and it reads thus, If thou take longer than two and a half minutes to complete your transaction at the gas station, Father God, you should be publicly whipped and placed in the stockade for all the villagers of Chickalookee to cast their eyes upon a disappointment and a mistake of God. Woo, Father God. This message, Father God, is not without a personal connection. You see, Pastor Petey was at the gas station earlier today, Father God, going to get a coffee a cold coffee. Ooh, I'll tell you what, if my Paul Perkins heard tell of me drinking a cold coffee, he'd say, little Petey, it better be cold because it was left on the counter because round here we drink hot coffee like John Wayne, Father God. To my, pa- my papa Mr. Old Man Perkins, I would like to say, if you can hear me out there and you're not rolling in your grave, my friend, you missed out on one of the luxuries in life, Father God, a cool caffeinated, creamy, almost chocolatey beverage on a hot summer day. Beats the hell out of drinking that motor oil you called a cup of joe, Father God, but I digress. Pastor Petey was going to the gas station, a ritual for when I'm putting my sermon together, Father God. On days when it's time to put my sermon together, I wake up, I put one foot in front of the other, I hop in the shower, I turn on my Bluetooth speaker, Father God, and I put on little feet, Dixie Chicken, woo! And all God's people said, if you'll be my Dixie Chicken, I'll be your Tennessee man, woo, Father God. Pastor is once again getting off track, consumed with the delightful jam sounds of the 70s rock and roll. I listen to my song I go in and kiss my little baby and my wife and I head to the gas station to get my caffeine and then I go to the park if everyone is being a willing participant in this thing we call society this entire scenario should only take about five minutes from start to finish father God and I'm in the park getting inspired to speak the word but not today No, not today, and and quite frankly, on too many days, I can't even count this has happened to me. I go into the gas station today, Father God, there's one man in the gas station aside from me, and he's already in line, Father God, praise Thee. I'm going to be in and out of here in 45 seconds, because I know exactly where that Dunkin' Donuts bottle is, Father God, and I'm on my way. I choose my beverage and head towards the counter to see this man. Thoroughly invested in a conversation with the woman behind the desk. Father God, there ain't nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with making conversation with people who are working to provide you with goods. But Father God, just like my rights end the moment yours begin, as soon as someone else is in line, it's time to wrap it up, Father God, and go on about your day. Or at least step aside, Father God. But no, 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 this man continued to spout his nonsense. To the poor worker who you know just wanted to keep the line moving so the day could continue in an orderly fashion, Father God. Panama by Van Halen was playing on the tiny 1990s style boombox in the middle of the gas station. Lord, providing the perfect tempo to keep it moving. How you doing, Father God? Topics from the conversation, which seemed so meaningful to this man, included how he doesn't understand that the new generation doesn't carry a regular leather wallet in that back pocket, Father God. He said, I know it may hurt your back, but that's what men are supposed to do. Woo, Father God. To quote from my little triangle at the Cracker Barrel, an ignoramus of the highest order, Father God, a few pegs short of a full game. He talked of how his favorite hunting dog had a bowel obstruction, Father God. And while Pastor Petey is a lover of animals and sympathizes with the cause, I don't see what that's got to do with you and the lady behind the gas station who's trying to keep it moving, Father God, so that Pastor Petey can drink his wonderful Dunkin' Donuts cold latte and begin to write down the Word of God. Oh, how I wish it was over children of the flock but it was not you see it was at this moment he decided you know what you know what would make today better if i spent just a little bit longer getting a lottery ticket father god and unlike some pastors pastor peter does not think that the lottery is of the devil as long as you can control yourself it is a harmless game of chance to play every now and again because you might turn $5 into $500. Father God, in this economy, we can all understand someone's desire for such as that. But since this man had not intended to pick a lottery ticket, he hadn't chosen yet which number he was going to choose, and he sat there in front of the plastic divider as if he was at Baskin Robbins picking one of the 31 flavors, Father God, waiting on that pink sampler spoon. Once he was finally done selecting his lottery ticket, which took at least two and a half to three minutes, Father God, now came the true trials and tribulations that Pastor Petey had to go through, completely unwanted. Father God, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. You see, what was once a small country gas station mom and pop situation has come up in the world. Now a corporate chain, and with corporate chains comes a rewards card. Father God, oh bless us all. You're going to think I'm lying, children of the flock. But I assure you, Pastor Petey speaks nothing but the truth. If this man tried one phone number for his reward points, he tried 10, Father God. He couldn't seem to get it right. It was at this point I thought to myself, well, you know that a rewards point card ain't going to get you no deal on the lottery. That ain't how that works. And I see in front of you, all you got is a soda pop and a bag of popcorn father god how much possibly could you get off by using this rewards points children of the flock i know that money is tight i understand that but so is time i wish that it were not the case but you see this man belongs to that certain generation i'm not going to say who they are as not to alienate anyone that listens to this but he is from that certain generation that looks at the world moving so fast and says why are people in such a hurry nowadays People don't stop and smell the roses. We should take our time, especially on a Sunday. What does everyone have to do? Pastor Petey would just like to say something right now. Perhaps, sir, that was the case back in your slow-moving time when you were born. But now, Father God, everyone has to have three, four, and five jobs just just to keep the lights on, Father God. So we're in a hurry. Time is money. And standing behind you at the gas station, sir, it's running dry. This man had the audacity not to give up and just accept that his rewards card was not going to work. No, Father God, he called his wife to get the number. And brothers and sisters, children of the flock, I wish that what I was about to tell you was a lie, but it was not. You see, it is not that this man did not know his rewards number. Father God, and I shit you not, he was not putting in the area code, Father God. You're going to think That I'm lying about this, Father God, but this entire event took 15 whole minutes, Father God. And how do I know? Because I was able to look at the time stamps on my text messages, Father God. You see, when I got to the gas station, I had texted my wife and asked her if it would delight her if later I put a pork loin in the oven, Father God. And from that moment till the moment I was standing behind this lackadaisical 'er ne'er-do-well 15 minutes had transpired, Father God. But lest ye think that this only affected me and Pastor Petey is being selfish and telling a tale of woe that pales in comparison to the woes that most people suffer every day. Father God, it did not just affect me. You see, as I told you, when I walked into this gas station, there was one man at the front and me. By the time this man finished his transactions, I shit you not, ladies and gentlemen, children of the flock and friends beyond the binary, those not tethered to one gender one way or another. There were 20 people standing in line behind me, held up because of this man and his lackadaisical attitude. 20 people who were trying to get gas, get a candy bar, get a Powerade, and get back to their family on a Sunday, Father God. Not just affecting their lives, but now the poor woman behind the desk at the gas station is in the weeds, Father God, all because this man thought that his time was more valuable than everyone's else. Children of the flock, I'm a forgiven man. I try not to resort to anger, and I did not today. But I will tell you, children of the flock, that if this man had completed his transaction and stood there and scratched his lottery tickets off, you'd all be having to do a GoFundMe to raise Pastor Petey's bail. because I believe I would have taken an old stale baby Ruth and beat this man to death in the head. Father God, forgive me, but I would have. So the message today, children of the flock, is be considerate. Be considerate always and understand that just because you're not in a hurry doesn't mean someone else isn't. Father God, and for the love of all things holy, Walk into the gas station, pick out your item, lay it on the counter, put your card in, and get the fuck out of the store. Woo, Pastor Peter's cussing. I apologize, I normally never do, but this was uh, near and dear to my heart. I hope you all have had a wonderful Sunday. I hope that today when you go to the gas station, you are in and out and on your way home to watch television with those you love. Watch television, I say, because it's almost too cold to do anything else. Pastor Peter is, of course, outside walking in the woods, but only because I am enveloped in the warmth of God's love and I am able to do all things through Him, Father God. I love you. Be careful out there. I'll see you later next week. And remember... Don't do nothing I wouldn't do, Father God. But if you're going to, but do it twice, baby, woo!